0: Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world, this is another episode with your host, David J. Harris Jr. And today I have the privilege and the honor of having an individual that works closely with the uh, Trump campaign, with Congress, with the Senate. Uh, He's an expert in finance. I got to read his bio. It's beautiful. Uh, He's a national tax reform expert. He is the founder and CEO of Engineered Tax Services, which is the largest minority uh, tax service company in the country. He's on the Forbes Financial Council. He's a Turning Point USA board member. And uh, as I said, he worked heavily on uh, issues with tax reform. With the tax reform bill, he weighs in with a lot of expert advice uh, on what would take place if there was a Joe Biden uh, White House or if the Democrats were to take uh, the White House. It is my pleasure to introduce Julio Gonzalez to the show. Julio, thank you so, so much for being with me today, sir. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, big fan and you know, really appreciative to be on.
0: Well, thank you so much for taking the time, Julio, to join us today. You know, I know you have railed, you, you've been a, 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 an advocate for this president and this administration. You helped with the tax reform bill that does not get a whole lot of play. Uh, let's start there because again, the, there's such a, a, a narrative from the mainstream media that's hell bent on painting this president as a racist Yet, if you look at his policies and what he's actually done for the minority communities in this country, uh, it speaks to the exact opposite. How did the tax reform bill specifically go to help uh, the minority communities? What, what ingenuity was it in there that uh, is going to help minority communities, and what say-so did you have in that?
1: Well, I had quite a bit of say-so. And, you know, first and foremost, we lowered the income tax rate for small businesses, and that was tremendous. Think of this. We went from 35% corporate tax rate to 21%. So 14% stays in our pocket, right? That's a big difference. And, yes. you know, Biden would love to take that back to 35%. So he's basically saying, listen, it, say we had a million dollars, right? And so that 14% difference means that the small business owner makes $140,000 more in profit, right? That's not wow. That stays in his pocket. Now, is the government better having it at 35 percent or is the business owner better having it who's going to stimulate the economy better right if you keep $140,000 in profit it doesn't stay under your bed i don't think it doesn't stay under your pillow right goes to the bank bank lends it out creates tax for both the the bank and for the person that's borrowing it right goes to the stock market creates dividend income more taxes there right the business owner, you, you go out and buy more equipment, hire more yes. employees. So yep. is that 21%? Then then that 14% difference, it gets to the bank, it gets to the stock market, it gets into your business, but it's not staying under your bed, right? Or otherwise, we take that same 14% and we give it to the government. Who will do it better? You know, the results were in and more money was going to the treasury and IRS every month since the president's been in business. Why? Jobs were up. Wages were up, more t- tax collected because it worked its way around the system. Government doesn't do a good job with it, right?
0: No, I think we're we're all too familiar with the stories of absolutely wasteful spending from the government, from uh, $1,400 toilet seats and $400 hammers, uh, just to, just a couple small uh, ideas. But that is the that's really the difference, you know, when it comes down to conservative policies. And uh, Democrat progressive policies—they want bigger government. They want to take more control. And the liberal left of today, the way that the Democrat Party is leaning as of late, even Joe Biden coming under fire from police unions, uh, he's 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 swaying so far to the left that it really seems like they're hell bent on pushing a socialist agenda.
1: Yeah, I think. But the li- the liberal message is that that hundred and forty thousand dollar difference per million, right? The fourteen percent. That, that just stays in our pocket, but it's not true. It's not true at all. It gets into the markets. If we buy something, we pay sales tax on it. That person pays profit on it, right? If we go buy a house, a car, we are paying sales tax. So again, who's gonna do better? And when we have the ability to invest in jobs, whose wages go up, you know? Instead of the government employees' wages going up, it's everyone's wages that are going up. I mean, it's a huge difference.
0: Yeah, it seems like that's common sense. I think the problem is the mainstream media doesn't share that narrative. They don't talk about uh, the true benefits to all Americans from the tax reform bill. They actually treat it like it's only uh, benefiting the rich. Address that for us, if you will. That seems to be another one of the main narratives of the mainstream media, the liberal media, and Democrat pundits and politicians is that the tax reform bill only impacted the rich. You've shared, obviously, how it helped the middle class. But what do you have to say to those that have that narrative that it was basically a pay cut for, for Trump's rich buddies?
1: Yeah, I guess that's the only message they think will resound well with their voting base. But it's not a true one, right? We understand that the economy was at an all-time high before we got to this pandemic. Why? Because we finally had lower income tax rates. Listen, when you're in business, the government's your partner. Your partner. And you want that partnership to be a good one. But how can you grow your business when you're giving 35% of every dollar that you make in profit back to the government? You can't grow your business. You have tough regulations and there's no place for you to grow. But listen, that message resounds well with people that think, oh my God, it's going to the rich people. We don't sit on the money. It doesn't stay under our mattress. It gets into the system. That's why it works. That's why more money was going to the treasury and IRS every week.
0: Well, it makes sense. You know, I've been a business owner since I was 20 years old and the bigger my company got, uh, the more employees I hired, the more services I needed to use, the more taxes I paid. Uh, that's just kind of how, that's how business works. But for individuals that aren't taught that or don't know that and they're just working for another company, they don't, they don't really see that side of it. So the, the tax reform bill was, was truly monumental for this country. Um, Joe Biden would love to take that away. What do you think would take place if Joe Biden was in some far-fetched miracle happenstance to uh, win the presidency? What do you think Joe Biden would do to not only the tax reform bill that created the biggest booming economy that we've seen, uh, but even more?
1: Well, the market would react first and foremost, right? So it would go down and that would then be the president for the Great Depression, right? Because now Mm. you're going to have business mass exodus. Right. If we can't, you know, save money here and invest in our economy and our companies, we'll go somewhere else where we can. We'll go to lower tax rates. We'll go to Puerto Rico. We'll go anywhere else. Big corporations will pull out and we'll just be back to where we were, which was really, really a tough economy. Right. So that's what's going to happen. And uh, it would be pure devastation, truly.
0: Now a quick word from one of my sponsors, Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community where millions come together to take the next step in their creative journey. With thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people on topics including illustration, design, photography, video, freelancing, and more. I know a class that I am personally looking forward to taking is on film and video. You all know I love to make videos, so anything I can do to enhance my video-making skills, the better. Skillshare is an online learning community for creatives, where millions come together to take the next step in their creative journey. Skillshare classes include a combination of video lessons and a class project. Skillshare has classes to fit your schedule and skill level. Members get unlimited access to thousands of inspiring classes with hands-on projects and feedback from a community of millions. Most classes are under 60 minutes with short lessons to fit any schedule. So give Skillshare a try. Go to www.skillshare.com forward slash DJHJ. That's skillshare.com, dot com forward slash DJHJ. Explore your creativity and get two months of free premium membership. Yeah, I, I don't understand how people don't, they, they can forget so quickly that just a few months ago, uh, we had the biggest booming, most booming economy that we've this country's literally ever had. I had friends of mine that are very wealthy, billionaire status, and they were actually really concerned that this COVID nineteen was going to completely plummet the stock market. Thought that the Dow might get down to ten thousand. Uh, we've seen the exact opposite of that. We've seen uh, it barely, I think, broke fifteen or maybe seventeen somewhere in there. It's now back up over twenty four, five somewhere in there. Uh, I think the market responds because of the leadership that we have right now. And I think the president's done a phenomenal job in the way that he's handled COVID. I think the, at the state level and the local level, it's, uh, it's been some of these mostly Democratic mayors and governors that have kept these lockdown orders on American businesses, which has been uh, truly devastating for, for some. But for most, business is back to usual, and, and, it's, and it's better than was it to be expected.
1: No question about it. I think the stock market is basically saying we have confidence in President Trump. We have confidence that the fundamentals pre-pandemic were strong for us to continue to grow the economy and that this you know, reversal to some degree of the economy was truly media-based pandemic scare. Like we opened up the economies here in Florida we're to business as usual, right? And you, you saw the job reports you know, 10 days yeah. ago. You know, they, were t- they were off 10 million. Instead of seven <laughs> yeah. million lost, we gained three million. How do you have, how do you account for that? Well, you account for that because the fundamentals were good, and that yes. people once you open up the markets, people get right back to work.
0: A- absolutely, um, Biden has said he'll re- reinstate regulations which would hurt businesses. Uh, what about the Heroes Act? What can you explain to us about this, uh, the Heroes Act, and why this tax policy would help stimulate the economy?
1: Well, you know, the HEROES Act, really, I think the Senate, the administration wants to incentivize people going back to work instead of people staying home, right? It came out of the House. Let's give more incentives to bail out the states. Let's give incentives for people to stay home through the end of the year. Well, that's good for their voting, you know, people. But look, it's not great for the economy. We got to get back to work and we got to give incentives to get people back to work. And we can't bail out states for bad and poor mismanagement. So, look, the other things we're talking about is, you know, tax credits for companies bringing back jobs, bringing back unemployed people, credits for people going back to work, right? Those are big things. Tax credits for going out to restaurants, going to hotels, tax deductions for going back and using those things, things to stimulate the economy. Look, I mean, at the end of the day, we have a bucket of money and we have to invest with these tax policies in something that's going to give us a return on investment. A return on investment is not going to help if we spend that money bailing out states, telling people to stay home. There's no return on investment, right? So the return on investment has to be sound tax policy that gets people back to work.
0: Now, let me ask you this, uh, as a part of the minority community uh, and, and as a tax, a leading tax expert, um, you've worked, you've shared that you're working with with the Senate current in this current administration. Have you worked, uh, with uh, with bills in the Senate for the past, uh, uh, past administrations?
1: Oh, no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, every time there's a bill, right, there's people lining up from every industry, every lobbyist is up there right now in D.C. trying to attach something to the HEROES Act, right? It's the opportunity to change tax law, and it's the only time you can change taxes is when there's a bill present, right? So now you have everyone rushing up to D.C. trying to, you know, tell the, the lawmakers, why their industry is good for being a part of this tax bill.
0: And had you, have you worked, have you helped with this, with uh, bills in the Senate for how long, how long have you been doing this, this type of thing where you're helping out with uh, uh, expert expert advice on bills?
1: Well, really back to the 1990s. So a long time, right? We only had tax reform back in the eighties now currently. And I think that like the one of the things that we did in the last tax bill that was ultra important since we're talking about small business was the opportunity zones. Right. And Tim Scott did a masterful job with that. A masterful job. Right. Yes. We Always had. Remember we had Kemp, Right. And he brought in the empowerment zones and the enterprise zones. Right. Great ways to stimulate bad economic areas. Right. But, but it didn't have enough of an impetus to bring in the structure. Right. So, what you can't start a small business in these economic zones if you don't have buildings, if you don't have 5G, if you don't have all these things. So now, with this opportunity zone, masterful job done by the administration, who listened to Tim Scott? President did. Added it in at the last day, right? And said, I get it. We need an ability to get money in, to get structures in. So we'll give a capital gains break uh, to stimulate that. Finally, it adds on to the Kemp Bill, which has been in. Existence for a long time since the 80s, but it's now stimulates cash flow going into these units, so we can buy buildings, re- redo buildings, put in the yes. infrastructure, and now you see the jobs coming in. Right, masterful job.
0: So with this, with the opportunity zones uh, uh, aspect of the tax reform bill, I think it was brilliantly put together, given the tax credits to businesses to invest. Uh, and that money going into mostly minority communities, I believe about 9,000 minority communities around the country. When do you think that Americans will really start to see or hear or feel the impact that that's going to have? Because I know it's they're just now rolling out. Several uh, counties uh, have already been impacted. You may know the exact number. Um, but when do you think that Americans will truly start to see, and, ha- and and the mainstream media will have to, and they may never acknowledge it, but when do you think we'll really start to see the full impact of what that, uh, what the opportunity zones from that tax reform bill will uh, will have?
1: Well, I think really that window is three years because when the money goes in, you have 33 to 36 months to basically take the money and get the buildings up and running and get open, right, to qualify. So people have identified the targets, they've created the funds, they've started to make those acquisitions, and now we have a two-year period Following that, where we get those structures in place, get the jobs coming in. And so, you know, although we're seeing tremendous, tremendous success already, I think the big return on investment here will be in two to three years when the infrastructures are in, the jobs are coming in, and now we're bringing back tax dollars back into the system because we're employing people and we're creating taxable property, right, property taxes and business tax as well. So I think a three-year period.
0: You know, the beautiful thing about that to me is while the mainstream media's narrative is that Trump is a racist, orange man bad, everything he does is just bad, here he went and he initiated something, put in a bill to create long-term lasting impact for the black community that most likely will not be fully realized until three more years, which again, if he wasn't to win this upcoming election, it would take place after he's gone. He he knew uh, he knew well he knew he knew very well that the impact would take two to three years and that there was a potential that he may not even be in office uh to see that which i believe that he will be but that speaks to the heart and character of the man that is the president of the united states that he was willing to push for something even though the full impact might not be realized until until after obviously uh you know he potentially wasn't going to be president anymore
1: yeah listen i'm a minority you're a minority minority You know, we we need to listen up because Joe Biden wants to repeal tax reform, take away the opportunity zones, the one lifeline the president put in so masterfully that can bring back our communities, bring back infrastructure, bring back jobs. And, you know, we can't see that repealed, right? I mean, that would just be horrible for us as well, and especially, you know, having higher tax rates as well. So those combinations, opportunity zones, low income tax rates, capital gains breaks, less regulations. Um, That's what minorities need to get these economies going in these areas.
0: So wait, let me make it really clear then. Uh, And I I thought about this earlier, and I hadn't come back to it yet. If Joe Biden, or maybe any Democrat for that matter, uh, which again, I think if he was to win by some long shot miracle of a a chance, not a good miracle way, obviously, if he was to win, he'd probably step down within three months because he's mentally not there. He's obviously mentally unfit um he's he can't hardly rub two sentences together, two thoughts together in the same sentence, actually. but and then the and then whoever he picked as VP would be president. But if a Democrat was to win, they are hell bent on taking uh, taking away the tax reform. So are you saying that it would take away the money that's being allocated for the opportunity zones? Well, one hundred percent,
1: right? They want to wow. repeal the entire tax law. You
0: he know, wants they, to repeal the
1: whole thing, yeah, he wants to repeal the whole thing. So we could say goodbye to all that. We could say goodbye. To opportunity zones, we could say goodbye to 21% corporate tax rates. We could say goodbye to immediate expensing on equipment and other investments to grow our businesses, right? But we could say welcome back to high taxes, welcome back to high insurance, welcome back to uh, no
0: opportunity zones, or or opportunities, or jobs, or U.S. manufacturing job growth. We could say we'd have to say hello to that. I, I think that's the number one thing that Americans really need to understand what's at stake and especially minorities in this country, uh, the black community, Hispanic community is that if Joe Biden, I mean, it's, it's literally almost like a war. It's, it's like he's declaring war on minority communities by suggesting that he would repeal the tax reform bill that's creating opportunity zones for minority communities. That's, that's gotta be a nutshell shotgun message in and of itself.
1: So critical that we all understand The importance of what you just said right we could lose everything that we've put in place for the last two years we could lose our companies we could lose everything if that happens right 330 million people in the United States to pick Joe Biden that's insanity right but it is what it is and we have to face the fact that they'll take office if they would win and they would repeal everything
0: Wow well, I, uh, I really hope that that does not happen. Uh, what's been the sentiment from the individuals around you, minority community, you run the largest uh, minority tax um, service uh, firm in the country. What is the, what is the response been to you from those that you've been able to talk to and get a feel for from the minority community for this president? Are they for him, against him, where are they at? You know, for him.
1: the stakes are high, we're all part of Job Creators Network as well, and we understand good policy. We do, we're entrepreneurs, we understand that we want a businessman running this country, not a politician that's never signed the front of a paycheck, right? That's so important to have peer-to-peer relationships in politics.
0: It absolutely is. So what are your final thoughts? We've got the Tulsa, Oklahoma rally coming up very soon. Uh, It's uh, apparently over 800,000 people have registered. I understand this. I think this COVID thing and keeping people cooped up as well as seeing how Democrat mayors and governors have allowed Antifa and BLM to just run rampant in the streets, I think it's waking people up to say, you know what, I like uh, this president's America's first policies, safety first. We see in Seattle, these this CHAZ group, this autonomous group, they're putting up borders, they're checking IDs. It's like, wait a minute, isn't that what the president's suggesting we need for our own country? We need borders, we need a, a voter ID laws. Uh, I think it's waking up a lot more people than uh than the mainstream media realizes what are your what are your final thoughts going into this rally going into our country opening back up uh what are you, what are your final thoughts
1: yeah, I mean people want to rally around the president they want to be around him because they understand the stakes are high they understand the importance of opening up. We opened up three weeks ago here in Florida. you think of his business as normal I mean wow. everything's back to normal here and it's because but we're We're practicing safety, right, in our offices, in our buildings when we go out. And that's why the economy is picking back up because we have good governorship here. And you see it across the country, right? But I have offices in states where we still haven't opened up. And it's hard to imagine those people are still stuck in their house every day in Pennsylvania, in New York, in New Jersey, in Illinois. And those economies are being suppressed and their tax are getting bigger up there, right? They're raising the taxes in those places because they're not collecting any
0: taxes and
1: people are leaving, right? People have a choice.
0: People do have a choice. And I think right now it's clearer than ever um, between Democrat controlled, Democrat governed and Republican governed. Uh, DeSantis has done an amazing job there in Florida. And you look at the other governors in these states that are still have them on lockdown. And it's just, it really makes you scratch your head and wonder why and and how could they do that to their own constituents? It really makes you wonder.
1: It really makes you wonder, but listen, that will be something we can talk about in Tulsa, right? It gets the media attention back there, gets President frontline, people listening, and uh, I think those are the messages that he's gonna be sharing with America, which are gonna be great to hear.
0: Absolutely. It'll be great to be there, to be at a rally again, to be gathered with uh, fellow like-minded individuals of all backgrounds, races, colors, and creeds, united for an American first president that uh, we've so desperately needed for a long time. Julio, thank you so, so much, sir, for joining me today. It was truly an honor. would love to have you back on again uh, in the future. Honor being on and I appreciate all you do. All right, thank you, Julio. Friends, that is a message that needs to resonate, especially what Biden plans on doing uh, if he was to win. All Americans need to know, especially minorities, need to understand exactly what is at stake. Opportunity zones are at stake. Billions of dollars are at stake coming into minority communities to help rebuild them, to help build infrastructure. This needs to be a message that you share. Please share this with 10, 15, 20 friends. Help spread the word about the truths that the mainstream media just doesn't want, it, don't, doesn't want you to hear. God bless you. We'll talk to you again very soon. David J. Harris. Bye-bye.